my dear class it's crazy a hundred people is not scientific i say that again a hundred people is being scientific all right uh, 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 let's just throw numbers out there uh when does it cease being scientific 50 people Welcome to episode 3 of the Lensversation and in this episode Black Raimi and that boy Makobi digging on the pictures from the presidential nomination race the pros and cons of COVID-19 on photography and how different shooting the shot will turn out post-COVID so pull up a chair, grab some coffee and join in on the Lensversation Hello Uganda, hello Kampala, hello everyone it's Lensversation episode 3 we're back at it it is Black Raimi. And my name is that boy Makobi. Yup, yup, to the one or two to say. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Yo, uh, Ogambo Jam, I'm Black Raimi. Ah, how you doing? Sigamba, Sigamba, I'm okay, I'm okay. How is it? Ah, not bad, we're pushing on. Okay. Episode two. What did you think of episode two? Uh positive feedback. Yep. Of course, like I said in episode one, after recording episode one, a lot of um, uh, criticism to pick from. Yep. Uh, uh, but there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of good things. Yeah. Um. Just just before we we go any further, um, we're recording this at um. We finally, Josh finally brought us to his studio, guys. Yeah? And we're here at uh, Chosimba Technologies. Chosimba Technologies. Are you looking to have branding done at any scale? Be it large or small projects like designing a storefront or business card? At Chosimba Technologies, our goal is to make you stand out, make you say exactly what you want to say to your customers. Our branding services include brand strategy, brand identity, brand style guide, application on multimedia, including websites, mobile apps, print ads, and events. These services are offered both as a package and on individual level. Visit our website at www.chosimba.com or our Facebook page at Chosimba Tech or LinkedIn and on our YouTube channel. Um, well, this, this, this particular episode is being produced by a very lovely lady. Her name is Farida. She's our producer for today. So yeah, check out, check out her, some of our stuff at uh, Chosimba Technologies. Amazing stuff coming up. Amazing stuff. Yep. So, so um, uh, feedback from episode two. Uh, first of all, shout out to Mr. Baron Edgar. The man has been uh, pushing our podcast like crazy on Twitter. <laughs> he's been telling guys to check it out. You know, he has been Baron. trying out stuff that, you know, you said from the last episode. So shout out to you, Mr. Baron Edgar. Well done. Yeah, a lot. Uh, the references have been good, and uh, it's it's really glad. It's really good seeing mm. people putting into practice what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a it's a good you thing. Know, people coming back to give you feedback of what they're doing and how you can help. It's really really good. Yeah, you you and Edgar were actually this past week on Twitter uh, trolling. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are trolling someone that, that no that, no 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 we didn't. We didn't. No, okay, you weren't trolling, <coughs> but you were laughing in your inboxes. Like you didn't put it out on the TL, but <laughs> you, you, you were laughing at the guy. What was wrong with the pictures again? <laughs> well, 
Baron is a very hilarious guy. So, and man, some things are shared, and you can't hope but just die. Honestly, you just, you just die. So yeah, yeah. The, man, the man, the man, the man made a tweet. I think I, I read his tweet, and then I think I just refreshed my thing like once. Then I saw the pictures. I'm like, he definitely was talking about his pictures. <laughs> But yeah, if you're the one of those pictures, please listen to um, episode two of Lesbization and uh, pick some pointers. <laughs> anyway, um, so last week uh, the presidential nominations happened by the Black Red. Um, who who are you supporting? Those things you don't talk about them. <clears throat> we all. talk about them. We talk about them, but uh, mm. you know, you you maintain neutrality here. Okay. okay. Try to keep it on a level ground. <laughs> Alright. To, 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 you don't you don't show side. I know who I'll vote. Okay. You can count on that. Okay. Uh, what stood out for me um in the nomination? We're talking about nominations, of course, but we're not going political here. We're keeping it photography. What stood out for me during the time uh, when the nominations were were happening was uh the photos, man, the pictures, the images were crazy. Like I didn't even. Like if you asked me what guys talked about, like at their nominations and stuff, I would tell you I I can't remember a thing. I don't even know what Bobby Wine talked about. All I know is the images from the some of the photojournalists were were, were crazy. Mm-hmm. What were some of those images that uh, that stood out for you? We had actually a lot of amazing work. Yeah. We had amazing work from uh, Katumba Badru. Yep. The man never disappoints. Yeah. We had uh, Nicholas Bamulanzi. Yes. We also had an um, amazing show. We had uh, Sumis. Yeah, Sumi Saduni. Yeah, so nice one. Sumi was actually our 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 tutor in the Canon. Uh, yeah, she's a she's a Canon she's a Canon tutor. She took some amazing she's pictures. She's a Canon enthusiast. So, but uh, yeah. all in all, mm. we had a lot of amazing. We had quite amazing shots. Okay. And you know that shot, uh, budget took. You know. I think that was like. Okay, we're not, we're not giving out awards here, but I thought that particular that Katumba shot was like that was a high. It was fire, and, and for me, what stood out for me was the composition of that picture, man. And and uh, you know, they always say, um, as a photographer, don't 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 follow where each and every photographer has gone. Mm-hmm. Like try to change. Like if you look at that picture, most of the photographers had crowded around. Uh, Bobby Wine's uh, uh, walkway, and this man placed himself in a very nice spot, and he got like a fire image. I was so, I was so impressed with it. Very lovely image. Then, then of course, uh, Mr. Bamulanzechi. That one, that one never disappoints. He always kills it. Uh-huh. There's a picture he took, I think, um, of the people power guy uh, really, uh, waving the flag. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That that picture was fire as well. Very very lovely picture. I think they, they, they pretty much like demonstrated the theme pretty well. The theme, of, the theme of freedom and you know what they did they, was uh, they picked out on the composition. Yeah. The composition in those photos was uh, I, would, I would love to use the word the gasmic, but <laughs> yes. uh, the composition was it was it for me. That's it. Composition was crazy. There's a there's actually a picture I wanted to it's like t-shirt but i want to put on a t-shirt but copyrights my brother copyrights i'll i'll call i'll call up the photographer and talk to him and see and see and see how it is yep so um i just need to ask here uh quickly before we run away from this um how relevant are these pictures in um in 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 conveying in, in conveying messages to 
people? Of, of course, they are very relevant. That's the first thing. Mm. Because uh, first things first, like uh, they're going to know more. Uh, usual saying goes, pictures are worth a thousand words. True, true, true. You just look at the picture and it screams defiance. True. It screams, I am going for it. Yeah. You get? Yes. That's it. The picture passes on the message without even captioning. Mm. You will just look, just imagine the photo you saw of uh, Bobby Wine walking alongside Bobby. Yeah. And hand in hand, they're walking out of the house, mm. and there's a whole lot of people that are, you know, just yeah. around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, that's it for me. All right. Uh, so, uh, to whoever um, captured uh, very fire images that day, uh, we thank you. Well done. Um, so, let's just get into what we want to talk about today. Um, so, Black Ray, me and you know, unless you've been living under, under somewhere that um, you don't, you're not able to access internet or, re- or read the news or whatnot, we all know what's happening in the world right now, COVID-19, yeah? And uh, COVID-19 has, 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 has affected like um, very many, very many businesses. Um, uh, it has hit um, the creative industry, I think, the craziest yeah. as well, because it's been about um, eight months and we've not had like a concert or whatever. So it's hit the the the, the creative industry like crazy. So uh, COVID nineteen on photography. First up, what do you think have been um, uh, the how how what's what how impactful has it been? Has has COVID nineteen been? On your side, like, 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 from your perspective as a photographer. Uh, uh, first things first. Yeah. COVID nineteen is real. Uh, Wear a mask, guys. Yes. So first things first is uh, follow the SOPs. Yeah. Follow the SOPs. Uh, wear a mask. Yeah. Sanitize. Do all the things those guys are telling you, man. Maintain real. Maintain a social distance. Yes. Let's speak facts, guys. Let's speak facts. A lot of people are telling us what to do. I remember even Taylor Jackson made a video uh, talking about the impacts of COVID-19 in the creative industry. Uh, he's a photographer. Yeah. Taylor Jackson, a very lovely wedding photographer. Yeah. Well. Actually, I think for him, the Canadian, it's Canadian, yes. Canadian guy. So, you know, it's, it's, it's COVID-19 is real. So, getting straight to it. Yeah. The question is, uh, how has it been impactful? Yep, both uh, negative, uh, negatively and positively. Has it, has it impacted you? Would you say it has impacted you positively? Yes, I would in, say in it way? has. Okay, yes. I would say it has. Because uh, first things first, mm. uh, you see, when the whole world went under lockdown, yeah. it, it, it sort of brought us back to reality and we were asking ourselves, what are we going to do? Yeah, I mean, we usually used to sit there and you know, like, man, I wish I would get a day where we just sit home, wake up, <laughs> sleep, wake up, sleep, watch TV, eat, sleep. You know, you do that for one week and you're tired of it. Yeah, you're tired of sleeping, you're tired of waking up to sleep. Literally, that was the norm waking up to sleep. Yeah, it, it even inspired uh, a song from Munji just mm-hmm. sleep to sleep, then wake up to sleep. Hey. It, was, it was crazy. So, it's been both. Uh, 
has positive impacts and the negative impacts. So of course, the negative impacts are more than definitely positive. outweigh the, the the positives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, for me, I'd say um, the time, the time, the time in uh, it's not quarantine, lockdown. lockdown. The time in lockdown, that's the most time I have I have spent with my family in like I think two years. Because, mm-hmm. like I I usually say, I I'm a I'm a bar photographer. If that's even a thing. Okay, I work mostly in bars, guys. I photograph people in bars and stuff like that. Um, I make kalango for myself. Anyway, I take pictures for Sunday Fun Day at La Paroni and um, different different clubs. So, and I used to work, I think, five days, four or five days a week. Like I was in the bar five, five out of seven days a week. And even the other two days where I wasn't working, I'd probably just be in the bar, maybe just chilling and not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So for me, that period was probably the longest that I spent uh, with with my family. And even when I was uh, before, of course, when, we were, when I was working that time doing my night shifts and whatnot, like, I just wished there was a day where I would wake up and I don't have work to do. Like, I'm just going to do nothing. And of course, the, uh, the universe had and uh, they brought COVID-19. So, of course, uh, uh, most of the bookings that I had for some weddings and intros and stuff like that were cancelled. Or postpo- of course, they'll tell you it's postponed, but you're not sure when. Yeah, it is. First of all, let me ask, uh, about how many bookings did you have uh, when, when this year started? Uh, wedding wedding bookings? I don't want to let out too much. Okay. But... No, no, no. All right. But I can actually tell you that uh, I'm more of a wedding photographer, portrait photographer. I do a little bit of documentary. I do a little bit of, uh, you know, just the whole kind of thing. So... Um, the time we went into lockdown. Yeah. Remember we were from uh, March, I think, March? Yeah. March 15th. March, March is a fasting period. Yeah. And during the Lenten period, uh, there is no marriages going going on in churches. Yeah. The, usually that period never has a lot of, a lot of gigs going, going on. on. Yeah. So, you know, when, you, you, when, the, when the month is coming to an end, you're sort of looking forward to April. Yeah. You're sort of looking forward to April because you know after after March, April is going to come up and then gigs are going to start opening up. Yeah. And I remember I had people who had come made bookings mm. for June, July, you know, April. You are going to be a busy man, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to be a busy man, but here we are. Yeah. And then the world goes into lockdown. Yeah. And then it's indefinite, so clients have to hold back because you don't know when this is ending. They're not sure. Because at first we all thought, ah, it's going to be like two weeks, you know. Yeah. But you know, when you saw this whole thing starting right from China, you didn't think it's going to come and impact us Africans. Yeah, I remember I was actually telling my guys, ah, man, those are white people things oh. to be that side. And then it got here, it was it was real. And I'll tell you, so I had, um, it's a very funny story. I had um, every Sunday at... Um, my Sunday gig, I had so I had a routine like every Sunday. Yeah, my routine was I'd wake up, um, I'd be up in the morning, then um, maybe go play basketball in the morning, then come back home and uh, take a nap, then I'd be up probably like at at five, then prepare and go for work and stuff like that. So the first Sunday that they locked 
the, the first Sunday they locked us up. Um, I think like at around five, because I had done that particular routine for like a whole year straight mm. every Sunday, yeah. So that first Sunday after that locked us up at five p.m. I taken a nap actually at five p.m. Naturally, I just woke up, walked to the bathroom, and actually showered. <laughs> and actually showered. Mm. And then when I got done with the shower, that's when it hit me. I'm like, shit, it's like there's no work. It was like the saddest thing ever. Yeah, so in all, uh, uh, of course, uh, the lockdown had, it, had its positives and its negatives. What would you say? What would you say have been the were the positives of, of, the, of positives the lockdown is, as a photographer? Uh, one thing is, mm. you'll notice that after lockdown, mm. there has been a lot of people who made up their minds to get married. Yeah, you know, the other thing is uh, the lockdown. I think it brought people closer together. Mm. You know, people who had uh, very many and people had sort of lost that bond, that family bond. Because we had uh, people who used to wake up at five, go to work, come back home at around, uh, get stuck in jam, get back home at around nine. Their young ones already asleep. So and then they leave when they're still sleeping. People were really, people were really seeing their kids. People yeah. are really interacting with their family members. Mm. Because at the end of the day, you can't, you really need the money. So yeah. you have to blind your eyes to the reality of doing that whole thing so, yeah. you know, and the time again, maybe you, you, you stay home over the weekends, you may be busy doing this, mm. and you can catch up with a few friends here and there. Mm. So the lockdown actually brought people closer together. Yeah. It sort of strengthened the family bonds, and of course... And also told, uh, also split up families as well, because yes. people realized they couldn't uh, really handle each other that much. Yeah, and of course, they, that, that was a negativity. Mm. But then uh, the other positive was, <coughs> we photographers were put to a challenge. Yeah. I mean, you're not working, so mm. how are you going to stay on top of your game? We photographers sort of look for what we, what is going to inspire us to create art. Yeah. At least that's what that's what I look forward to. I personally. Yes. So how would you say? How would you say you stayed? Uh, you stayed. Um, how, how would you say you reacted to? It? How would you say? How would you say you um, you reacted to to that whole thing? Like, just run us through what was. What was going through your mind that whole time and whatnot? You see, uh, that whole time. Because I know, because I know that period. Of course, guys were calling you up and telling you, uh, "We can't have the function now, yes. or we need to postpone, or this and that, or whatever." Mm. What was it like for you? It was, um, um, of course, the cancelings were pretty tough. Yeah, people cancelled here and there. Mm. And you know when you have the expectation of getting money, and the person tells you that man, unfortunately, I can't give you the money right now because of this. And yeah, exactly. Course, and you yourself see it that yeah, of course you yeah. You know, it's not it's not like the usual it's not like the the usual scenarios where uh, a client will probably pay you for an event and it doesn't happen and. But you've already taken the money, so you yeah. can't really like uh, refund or whatever. Did you have to refund anybody though? I know, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately. By the way, yeah. I hadn't, uh, I hadn't held money. Okay. I hadn't been given money because I remember the the time we went in the lock. I think it was March twenty seventh. Mm. If memory serves me perfect. Yeah. Around March twenty seventh, because I remember that spilled doom the moment uh, His Excellency. 
post on the notification that we are going under indefinite lockdown. Yeah. It was around the end of March. I think I think I think I think I should I should have got a brain freeze. No, he actually he actually uh, made the the very first announcement I think was on I think 15th. I remember it was a Wednesday because I remember he made that announcement. I went to I went to work that night. That Wednesday, bars were full like crazy. It was like guys were on Chiromo for 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 lockdown or some shit like that. It was crazy. Yeah, but uh, of course I was lucky enough. I hadn't held the person's money. I hadn't got in deposit because mm. if I had held deposit, I was going to spend that money to survive <laughs> through these months. And when the event comes, mm. you won't have money to pay your people, which is a very very important factor. So, but of course the positives were you sort of um, woke up that creativity. Mm. You sort of push yourself to challenge yourself. Am I going to shoot this from home? Am I going to do this and this? You get? Mm. Uh, I sort of I uh, did a few photo shoots here and there, right from mm. my compound, from mm. the comfort of my home. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I did a few photo shoots. Actually, you can go and check them out. Yeah. I have them on the Black Remy Gallery page. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Black Remy is B L A C K. Yeah. R A Y M I E lower something called underscore underscore, underscore yeah the underscore then gallery yeah uh, check those out guys yeah that's black room gallery I have a portrait session there that I did during current that I did did during lockdown mm. uh, unfortunately uh, my image in Havana page yeah I've just opened that I've just set it that company yeah so uh, yeah well you know that's it okay um. For me, uh, I'd say lockdown, man. Um, first of all, had taken a while uh, without even ever checking out my work or posting my work or stuff like that. So for me, it was sort of like a time to reflect and just look back at some of because, like, if you check my if you check my Instagram, that boy shot it. I think the last time I had posted was probably like four or five months back. Mm. Yes, guys, I was that busy. Like, I didn't even have time to post work. Okay, I'm kidding, but you get, <laughs> you get what I mean. But yeah, I'd taken a while. So for me, like, I just, I used that as a, as a time to just reflect and just go through my work and look at it and, you know, just use it to you know, try out different, different things, read up on, 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 because there were Photoshop things I had never, ever checked out, like, ever. So I used that time, of course, to, to, to learn about uh, different Photoshop tricks and to, to, to put into my work the next time, of course, I get uh, gigs or stuff like that. I just need to ask, though, if a client um, had booked you, saying, um, in December, mm. before before lockdown, yeah, mm. and you probably and and I got I I I was see I was seeing on 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 I think I think on UBC they did a feature about photographers and stuff, and this photographer was saying, so a client, if a client say had booked you maybe in November December, and the event is going to be probably in March or. Or for this case, when we get to March, it's postponed, right? But when they were talking to you initially, you agreed on a particular quote. Uh, let, let me throw let me throw out a figure. Say, say you told them you're going to shoot their wedding for maybe five million, mm. and maybe they told you um, 
they had uh, 3.5 or, or 2.5 or whatever and you tell them no I am black me I shoot for 5 million it's either 5 million or or not mm. and they agree and they give you a deposit but then you find they are going to have to do a a, a scientific event mm. of less people but you had already agreed on money more than that how did you have any of those and how did you how would you handle that yeah actually the the booking sort of verbal the bookings i got were sort of verbal and we agreed on amounts mm. but uh when it came to that time unfortunately we didn't we didn't you know they, i didn't they didn't give me money mm. but uh, i'd like to believe by the way op- uh, doing contracts giving uh, your clients contracts mm. is something very very important yep that client binds you the photographer and your client most mm. of this wedding uh, the wedding wedding photography it's very sensitive so mm. i would uh, advise a lot of you people out there mm. to give clients to give uh, your clients contracts and make sure they read and, and sign make sure them they read and sign i know at times even i am guilty of it mm. i know at times i also lose my way in, in between the whole system and non give some clients contracts mm. but that client that contract serves you because mm. i had a certain clause uh, i have a certain clause in my contract that says the contract can be bargained to increase it not to decrease it after mm. a certain amount has been upgraded Mm. you get yeah. so that that protects you the photographer's rights mm. you understand but of course you know you also have to be flexible yeah be understanding true if say you're billing a client 5 million yeah when the client comes and tells you Raymond I am doing a wedding of 50 people and remember your package of 5 million has maybe say has a drone it has two videographers two photographers it has mm. a whole lot of your labor in there you know mm. Mm. so it's up to you to think about it as a human mm. find it within yourself to negotiate to renegotiate the contract i f- i get where you're coming from but i i feel like um i feel like um photography is is one of those services that is hard to to sort of say reduce money if if i may use that to reduce for let me give you an example and the, uh, what's his name jeff actually addressed this in, on his uh, on his youtube so imagine i'm a, um, uh, i cook food for functions yeah and i'm supposed to cook food for 200 people hmm. yes uh-huh. But then you come back to, and I tell you for 200 people say I don't know how much okay you, you say maybe 2 million uh, I'm not saying it's 2 million but I'm just throwing a figure you say I cook for 200 people uh, I, 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 I I cook I cook for for 2 million yeah I cook for 2 million yeah and then you tell me you come back uh, to me maybe two months after and tell me listen um, initially we had planned to have maybe 200 people at our wedding but we're going to have 50 people yeah mm. it's just common sense it's just right there you you're going to have to reduce because you're not cooking food for 200 people right but now the thing with photography is 
if you come to me and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to have a wedding of 200 people, and I tell you I'm going to charge you 5 or 6 million, mm. and then you come back to me and say, okay, now I have 50 people, mm. do you want to reduce the money? I feel like it's hard to to to, to, to go down on your Oh, on your because co- because the client is, is still going to expect the same quality mm-hmm. of pictures at with with the 50 people as when it would have been with uh with the 200 people you get what i mean so it becomes hard to 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 reduce and clients have been like using i'm very sure you've been getting bookings where a client will tell you you tell them maybe I'll, I'll shoot this for say 500k and they'll tell you i'm going to give you 200k because they are maybe 20 or 25 people. Yes. But then they still expect the same quality as yes. when you would have shot uh, for 500k. So how do you handle that? Or how do you explain that to them? <coughs> because be- here's, here's one thing. Huh? Yeah. And the clients, and I know very many of my clients will be listening to this podcast. Yes. Because uh, very many of them give me feedback for this. Mm. First things first. Yeah. Of course, you subsidize to a cost. Mm. You don't cut your neck off mm. because uh, you're trying to please the client. Mm. Remember the work you're putting into this mm. does not change. True. And besides that, it's actually more work. Yeah. Imagine you, you're to cut down a cost and say using one photographer, one videographer. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Because I have done it before, mm. you leave set, you're burnt out, you're very, very, <laughs> very tired. Yeah. You get? Mm. But now here's the thing. You have to find suitable terms, suitable ground. Yeah. Where a client doesn't push to the wall because they are looking at, you know, cutting costs. You know? Because they are in yes. COVID. Because you're going through it. Because the, 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 the work is still the same. Mm. You still have to be creative. You still have to copy. You still have to go through all the processes of post-processing. Yeah. You know? Mm. But of course, like I said, renegotiate. Mm. And it depends on the work the client wants. If mm. the client still wants the same deliverables, maybe you can stick to your budget. to your court. Yeah, mm. you know, there's a lot of factors you should put into consideration when you're renegotiating. Mm. You know, I always tell this to my clients: a client wants to offer you, say, one hundred fifty thousand to shoot something, mm. and you tell them that okay. I'm shooting for 350. I'm shooting for 600. I'm shooting for 750. You know? Mm-hmm. And then a the client tells you, I just want a few photos. But I tell you, you see the few photos you want. I am going to get a car, drive to your set. I have a light assistant who I have to pay. I have to fuel the car. By the way, guys, they are never, when they tell you, I just need a few photos, they are never a few photos. It's a, it's, it's a lie. They are never a few photos. Because here's the thing. Why? It's something I think I talked about in an episode too. Yeah. Yeah? Mm. That why would I go to a set with just a camera and a speed light, yet I have a st- yet I have strobes, I have the good lenses to give me the good work. You want the same level of work that I should that I should the client for at mm. a certain price that is pretty high mm. and you want it for one hundred fifty thousand. Let's be considerate. <laughs> You understand? I think, I think, I think clients don't. They don't. They don't really. Like they don't know these things. Of course, it's it's, it's up to us to tell them. You know, they don't it's know up to us things. to tell them that this, this, and this, and this. In order for you to get this, you have to do this. You understand? Mm. Because it is something that is very important. Yeah. Of course, 
The first thing first, know your photographer and know their worth. Exactly. Third, photography is an expensive endeavor. Mm. You know? Yeah. Your work should do the talking for you, your photographers. Mm. Are you worth the money you're charging? You know? Very important and question. That means if you, the client, has come and approached a photographer, mm. that means you've looked at their work somewhere before. Yeah, and you want them to yes, be the ones to, to work for you. To, to, to do that. So those are all the factors that are involved. You know? Okay. Would you say would you say uh, the events are still scientific now or the clients are just using that as an excuse no. to, to 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 sort of bargain for a, a lower price? And I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I personally as Black Remy of uh, Black Remy Gallery and Media Nirvana. Yeah. I stopped doing scientific weddings. Mm. Because the person you tell a scientific wedding and you find like and 300 you find, guys. You find 200 people. You find 150 people. 150 people. 100 people. And then they go. Wedding. And then they go past curfew time. And they go past curfew time. I had I had I had a wedding I recently shot. Yeah. And it's like these guys wanted to maximize the time till curfew. <laughs> these guys literally got done at 10 minutes to nine. 10 minutes to nine. And then and then. They're not even sure how you're going to leave that place after 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 they are after they are, you they are know, for them once once they're done, hey we've got hey, hey, hey. God. Everybody congratulates them. So for you you're left with your team on set. You have to pack up your equipment, get into the car, drive to your destination. Remember you have to take you have to, team. Yeah, yeah, you have you to have to drop, drop everyone to their places and that will take approximately another one and a half hours or two. I don't think that I don't think that's so scientific events, right? They're no longer scientific events, honestly speaking, no. But what's funny is uh, clients are still using. Oh, they'll come to you and they're like, "Ah, oh, no way! It's it's COVID period. They're just fifty people. You get there and it's like three times the number of guys." Because, because aside from that, I mean, right now, uh, Ruth, uh, uh, Honorable Ruth Chen, yeah, the minister of the minister of health, yeah. um, has uh, permitted two hundred people to collect. Yeah. Two hundred people ceases being scientific. Ceases being scientific. It's no longer scientific. You know what's funny though? They don't have like they never have a problem like paying say a decorator. A lot of money for their work yet their work is yes you get anyway um let me ask i'm very sure you had this phrase a lot during lockdown work from home work from home yeah 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 how applicable is the work from home phrase to photographers does it even make sense yeah i feel like i feel like for photographer for photographer to work from home you're supposed to first go do the work then be able to work from home. Yeah. It's not like the office guys who will just sit home and just do yeah, work yeah. and stuff like that. Of course, of course. Now, uh, for photography, work from home, it's a sort of passion because uh, work from home, you right, you get to set, mm. do the work from out of home, mm. then get back, then work from home. Yeah. That means that the editing, the whole thing. Work You're working from home. from home. Yes. But it doesn't... I used to see it online, like, hey, you need to work from home. And I was like, but I, for me to be able to work from home, I first need to, you know, go out and have to have to shoot. Um, going forward, what do you think, um, how, how better are photographers shooting their shots now after COVID? What I mean by this is, um, 
do you think um, this period has enabled uh, guys to sort of um, open their minds to new newer opportunities or newer genres yeah. of photography that they can do and exploring different different areas? Yeah, I actually think the lockdown did something. It did something good. Mm. Excuse me, because uh, mm. it it awakened um, creativity in a, bar, in, a, in a variety of people. Mm. Personally, it awakened creativity. Mm. I, I used to sit there, go research, all right? Mm. I used to make research and uh, look at uh, a variety of photographers, mm. how they do their skin retouching, how they edit their colors, how they pose people, how they pose, uh, you know, clients, you yeah. know, that whole thing. Mm. So it just to push me and ask myself, so after this whole thing is done, how am I going to do this better? Yeah. And of course, even uh, we used to look at, uh, I uh, sort of built and added something onto my product photography. Yeah. Because I used to sit there and uh, try to make sure I explore. You do product photography as well? Yes, I do product photography. How many genres of photography do you do? I'm quite... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I try to make sure where there's money, hey, make it. Of course, yeah. make sure that uh, you back up your talk. Mm. Walk the talk, yeah. right? Let your work, let your product photography be as good as your maybe wedding photography. Mm. So that you can be referred to somebody. Mm. I have done uh, product photography for a variety of companies, Ambience, um, Warragi, you know, uh, Dial Jack, a variety, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all in all, what I'm trying to say is um, the lockdown woke up that creativity in a variety of us. Personally, did. Mm. It, it, th- that was the advantage. You know, I sort of picked out and tried to build on those few, uh, few categories of photography that I can mm. I, I can sort of venture into. Okay. Because before I was a wedding photographer, I was a documentary photographer. Mm. Then from documentary, I started doing portrait photography. Then from portrait photography, I went to wedding photography. Mm. So that means I can do a variety of these types of categories of wedding or for, for photography. Okay. You know. I think I think for me as well. Um, during 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 lockdown as well, I sort of gave me chance to try because I had spent like. Like I said, about six or seven months without doing the usual as just shooting in bars like all the time. So it gave me chance to of course explore and try and do some other, you know, portrait sessions or whatever. So I think it was a very good thing. Uh quickly though before we wrap up, I just need you to tell me what was your the uh, the gig that you did during lockdown what was the experience like did you did you did you have any gig during lockdown when yeah, he was yeah. locked up and stuff like I that actually, what was the experience like? I actually uh, did um, uh, two scientific weddings okay and of course one scientific wedding was really scientific mm. and I remember we were a total of uh, twenty people nice those are, twenty these are the weddings I like we were a total of twenty people in the whole hall that included the parents the the brides, sides, the bride, the groom, even the team. Twenty. 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 Oh, that's crazy. So it was that crazy now. That's what I call the scientific wedding. People talk of scientific weddings and they say fifty people die. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I yeah, if I covered a proper scientific wedding I did. Mm. I'd like to say I did. Yeah. It was that crazy. I think I think going forward, like weddings should be that nice and, and, and small. Of course, of course, we should be that dog. Personally, I've gotten clients telling me if I allow us to redo my wedding. Yeah, they would do scientific. And of course, we have clients who are telling 
who 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 are trying to venture scientific yeah. you know yeah. where they want to keep it really small but media class crazy a hundred people is not scientific i say that again a hundred people says it's being scientific all right uh, oh, oh, oh. let's just throw numbers out there uh when does it cease being scientific 50 people is 50 scientific Below I, can, I can have a small window and say, okay, 50, let's do 50 scientific. Yeah, so so anything above, anything 50, above 50 is not scientific. It's not scientific. All right. Um, I got a... I think I did like maybe two or three gigs during lockdown. Like when it was tight, like when cars were not moving and stuff like that. I got a, a gig, I think, to go and shoot at uh, Ministry of Health, actually. There's a company that I was going to do. Remember that time when they were doing... Um, where companies were doing like um, handovers for money and stuff like that. So I went and did something like that. Paid really, really well. And this guy actually came and picked me from home, drove me there, then brought me back. And in my head, I was telling God, man, I could get used to this. Like, I need clients who, who come and pick me up and, mm. you know, take me. So it was a, it was a good experience. But um, as usual, uh, did we leave out anything? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. I think we did what we have to do. All, all right. Uh, we thank you for tuning into this uh, podcast I uh, would like to thank each and everybody that uh, shares this podcast with your friends everybody uh, that endeavors to listen you really really appreciate it alright appreciate you shout out to um, Miss Cho Simba Miss Farida of Cho Simba Technologies yep we're recording this at her studio and she's been the producer for this so we thank you very much and also people have been involved in this of course the major thing, the major, the major person. Okay, it's got a person, no person, the person. The major highlight of this is God. Yeah. God has brought us this far. Yeah. And we have people who have given us the criticisms. We thank you. Yeah. Thank you uh, very much. People who have endeavoured to give us studio space. Josh, Joshua of Akaboxi, CEO Akaboxi, CEO Akasuparais. Very, 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 very entrepreneurial. The guy. What's the Muchede called? Aka. Aka Super Rice. Aka Super Rice. Yes. Also, check out akaboxy.com for some of the work that he's doing. Shout out to you, Josh. Josh thank but you. Majorly, we'd like to thank Farida. Yeah. Farida of uh, Chosimba, Chosimba Technologies. Chosimba Tech on Facebook, Chosimba Tech on LinkedIn, and YouTube. And YouTube and Instagram. Yep. As usual, if you listened uh, to this podcast and you found uh, some sense in what we said, please use it and uh, better your craft. Let's get better as uh, photographers. Remember, you can find uh, uh, this particular episode and uh, our previous episodes on Anchor, Radio Casts, Apple Podcasts, what's the other one? Google Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you get your podcast at, uh, yeah. just go and check it out. And, and uh, all in all. A special shout out to people who endeavor to listen and pick a few pointers here and there. And the other thing, if I told you, listen. What's up, Baron? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, people who endeavor to listen and uh, in case you need help anywhere, anyhow, yeah. don't hesitate to reach out. Don't hesitate to reach out. Black Remy, that boy Makopi will be glad to help. Alright, uh, thank you for listening, guys. We're out. We'll be back. Peace.